Yo, what's cracking? Sunday night, guys. Sunday night. Um, it's that time of year. Christmas time. Are you jacked? Got the tree up. We got our tree up with our Christmas skeleton in it. It's uh, it's looking good. Yeah, man. We're gonna uh, talk a little bit about the importance of competing. Especially as men, we gotta compete. You gotta get comfortable with competing, but you also gotta be uh, outcome independent. That's the hard part: competing whilst also being outcome independent. Like, right? It's all about how you play the game. We all know it's true, but like, if you're not winning. You're still not, you're not, you're not doing right. You're not doing right. Play to, play to win. <clears throat> right, but it's, uh, it's that time of year, so um, let's do it. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but very next day, gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, to give it to someone special. Once bit in and twice shy. I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, you recognize me? It's been a whole year. It wouldn't surprise me. Happy Christmas. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying, I love you. I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been, but you kiss me now. You'd fool me again. We've all been there. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. I'll give it to someone special. Give it to someone special this year, guys. It's cuffing season. Make sure you're not getting locked down against your will. Bro, biological. Be careful out there. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, what is this? I feel like my camera got out of focus for a minute. Is that in focus? I'm gonna sit up. All right, guys. So I don't know how prevalent this is or how many of you guys experienced this, but I feel like I noticed this trend a while ago, a long time ago. Right, I got my degree in Purdue University graduated 2002 and it was PE and um, history like teaching and I could tell you that going through that process there was a lot of uh, things that were eliminating competition in in the classrooms and one of those things was you know in PE like they stopped having games that you got eliminated from like they wanted to prevent a kid from like getting out. So you just like, your role would just change in the game. And then, you know, not keeping score of kids' games, not having winners, stuff like that. Um, it sounds good, it sounds nice. Now people are not getting their feelings hurt. You know, you're not on a losing team, it sucks to be on a losing team, but same time, I feel like those things build character. I feel like I got better at competing. I became more 
adjusted and acceptance of the fact sometimes you lose no matter how uh how much you do everything right there's still big risk in losing sometimes it's just not your day sometimes the universe kicking you in the nuts sometimes there's just somebody who's on a, on a, on a higher level playing field and you need that lesson but if we eliminate the opportunity for people to have that competition or to face that, I think like this is this is what's going on today socially. It's the fallout. Um, everybody just wants what everybody else has without going through like the work it takes to get there. And I think the participation trophy generations are partly responsible for that everybody thinks that they should have the same as everybody else if he has his car i should have that car not seeing um the workload necessary to achieve that car not that we should whatever be spending our money on stupid cars <laughs> but you get my drift so if you grew up in an environment where you were never competing I think you're at a disadvantage and you need to get your ass somewhere where you can compete, you know, a martial arts class, jujitsu class, boxing class, Muay Thai. Those are great ways to compete, be competitive and um, just harden yourself a little bit, make yourself a hard target. Um, I'm constantly trying to like, compete with the kids, get them interested in competing and playing hard or playing to win. We've talked about that before on the show, <laughs> you know, playing to win. And like, I don't take it easy on them. You know, I will, I will be like over aggressive with, uh, like when we play chess and stuff, I'm terrible. I'm probably 90% of you guys probably me, but I'm, I'm learning, <laughs> but there's seven and nine. So I can still, kick their ass at least but i don't take it easy on them and the little one has beat me once they're not bad but i'm just not that good they're learning like when i play them in games like i play competitively i teach them to play competitively i let them be competitive you know <clears throat> as long as they don't get like emotional and uh like try to flip the board or hit each other that's bad but I will uh, encourage them to compete. Um, make sure you guys are liking and sharing. Give me the likes. If you guys have uh, questions you really want me to answer, throw in the super chat. Okay. <coughs> this is like one show 141. Give me guys juicy, juicy bites. Throw in a buck. Ask a question. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so if you're not actively putting yourself in, in, a, in a position to compete, that's not good. <coughs> I don't think – I don't know if I count like competing in video games. That really counts. It is competing, but I don't know if you're getting enough of a dopamine rush out of that or you're getting enough activity or whatever. I feel like you need – more hands-on even the chess i feel like i'm doing more playing the physical game than um if i guess i could play online against people and get better but 
I don't know, man. I feel like technology is such a trap. I've been trying to uh, minimize my phone usage. It's way too high. Um, it's a good question. Is college even worth it? Mm. Who knows? <coughs> but we're talking about competition today, guys. And there are a couple types of competition that we need to uh, be clear of, right? And most people, when they think competition, they're thinking you're trying to beat somebody out from something. You're trying to beat a position. You're winning a position. You're in a race. Like, you race somebody. One guy's the winner. One guy's the loser. There are those external competitions like that. Um but you have to remove the the loser from it. There are winners, definitely winners. Uh, the only losers are the guys who like quit competing. It's really the only losers. If you compete long enough, you're gonna figure it out. It might take you longer than others, but you keep competing, you'll figure it out. It's like the video game. You know, that's a bad example, I guess. That's what's not about video games. I'm like giving a video game example. It's like when you die a bunch and you just keep playing, you get better at it. That's what most stuff is like. Almost everything is like that, except, you know, things that kill you. <laughs> Those things, if you mess up, you, you might die. But you just keep you just keep going. And uh, the external competition, you know, you're trying to win out spaces from people and get a better position and raise your position in life. And by raising your position in life, you get to a position where you're more happy you can give less fucks, less people can mess with you. You get to live your life exactly the way that you want to. That's the sweet spot. You do the amount of work you want to do. You put up with the amount of bullshit you want to put up with. That's that's the goal. To get that and to maintain that or surpass that. Yeah, I'm reading a book now talking about you shouldn't put limits on yourself. You should always aim way above um, what you'd be happy with. <laughs> But yeah, so we need this out, outward competition drives us because we got to be better than the next guy. Because if we're not better than the next guy, um, we're not going to get the status. We're not going to get the money. We're not going to get, you know, the uh, we're not going to get the thrill, the glory out of raising ourselves up, and lifting ourselves up, and working for that achievement and getting it. Like you got to have that. It drives you. It's good for testosterone, but. That stuff, if you're focused too much on it, it can crush you too. If you're only worried about the external competition, because then you might always be chasing competition and uh, it could be unhealthy. You might not be chasing competition in the right place. Um, I think the most, mostly you need to focus on internal competition for growth. If you really want to be at the top of your game, it's not so much about, you know, I need to do these things to get better than this guy i have to be i have to beat this guy so i'm going to do these these things it's just enough right, if i do two or three things more than that guy i, I win I beat him. that that can be limiting because there's always going to be somebody else there's always going to be another another person that comes along and if you just do enough to beat that the guy that you see is you know the number one in your area or number two in your area or whatever the guy you want to beat 
you could be limiting yourself because if somebody comes out of nowhere and blows you out of the water because he wasn't putting limits on just being better than the next best guy. That makes sense. I may be talking in circles. No. Check out your guys' comments. Yeah, so colleges right now, you guys in the chat talking about colleges, I would say, you know, unless you're making a lot of money out of school and paying that off, it can be difficult. You know, unless you're getting some kind of skills that you're going to be able to turn into uh, big bucks right away. It sucks to do that. You get a lot of people on the hook. <clears throat> Jiu-Jitsu is a form of college. Yeah, man, we need competition. It's part of who we are as guys. If you're not competing, I don't I don't even know what to say. Like, <clears throat> how are you not going through life competing? Or, or do you get enough out of the uh, you get enough out of the competing on uh, video games? Is that enough competition for you? Is that satisfactory? You know, I don't know. I'm because I'm, I'm getting the itch. I'm old, but I'm getting the itch about competing. I miss competing. I miss training for a goal, and uh, I miss it. But I'm old and I'm falling apart, so I don't know if I can do that kind of stuff. But I'm still trying to compete. I, I gotta, I gotta win at something. I gotta figure out a way to become the best at the, uh, the uh, seminars. <clears throat> nice guy. Super chat from a man, Vincent Joyce, what's up? He says that, uh, what was it like fighting for a spot on the college wrestling squad? How did that translate later in fighting and how does it today? Yeah, that was always, man, that's one of the great things about wrestling is like it, uh, how it forces you into you know, those competition, the hard competition, because that's something a lot of people don't even realize is it's head to head. Like if you're in high school and you want the spot, like you're going to have to wrestle the other guys in your weight. And these guys are your friends, your teammates, the people you work with every day, you go to class with, and you got to wrestle. Now in high school, there's usually not as many good guys in your weight or guys can move up and down a little bit so you don't have to like – challenge your friends but i remember when i was a freshman i was challenging the senior and uh, it was for 171 pound <clears throat> i could have wrestled varsity see how stupid i should wrestle varsity at 165 but i was like 168 and i was like no i want to get big for football because football was my main sport so because i was so competitive towards football i didn't want to cut the weight and and not get big so instead i wrestled 171. there was a senior in that spot at 171 and i just kept gunning for him and every every challenge match uh they allowed me to have i took and i i always pushed him to within one or two points and then 
So uh, the last one before they started the uh, the tournament season, the seminar, the not seminars, but the sessionals, regionals, that stuff. Like the week before that, um, or even big, it was even the uh, conference. It was the week before conference. So they, I beat him. I finally beat him. And then you had to win uh, best out of two, though, to get the spot. And then uh, he just proceeded to stall the second time, the next time we wrestled. Stalled. Put the spell right on me. Just stalled, stalled, stalled. Coach didn't say anything because he didn't want the senior to lose the spot. It's just this close. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. But that was, you know, a senior and a freshman. So we weren't like best friends. He's a good guy, but like we wouldn't have spent a lot of time together. But then when I got to college, you know, same thing. We're like wrestling off against guys that are teammates, guys that are younger than us to get these spots. And you're spending a lot more time with these guys. And then my senior year to get the spot at 184, I had to wrestle uh, another senior. And we'd been there together the whole time as I, like, you know, going into our fourth year, fifth year of school because we got red shirted and then we did. You know, it was our fourth year, so it was our fifth, yeah, going into our fifth year of school. So we've known each other four years already. And uh yeah, I had to beat him twice to like end his wrestling career, you know. Second time I beat him later down the season. I win the uh I win a match, so I got to go and compete in big tens and stuff like that. But it's like that's what you had to do. It was just part of it, it was life. And uh, yeah, you just gotta compete, man. You want the spot, that's what you gotta do. And if they want the spot, they're gonna have to do the work to get it. It's a crazy experience to think, you know. Yeah, I, I, I beat out, we beat him and took, you know, half his wrestling experience. A lot of places he could have gone and wrestled too. He didn't get to go because I, I was the top dude. Oh, no, I was too slow. I was too slow and too small for wrestling. Not wrestling, I'm sorry. For football. It was too small. I might be big enough now, but I'm really slow right now. I was really fast. My my four, what is it, my 40 times at the time that they do? Four, I was like 4.9 or something. I was like, there's linemen way faster than me. It was not, it's not, uh, like good. Was not fast. I was a really good player, but I was not fast. And I think that's what uh, today's NFL is about. You got to be fast, fast as hell. Oh, but yeah, man. So if you guys are not <clears throat> competing internally, that's really where. The, uh, the biggest growth comes because back in the day, like, all right, back in the day when we were going through our jujitsu, we didn't really do the stripe thing. They didn't do like the one, two, three, four stripes, and then you go to the next belt. It was just you got a belt, and then you had that belt for a long ass time until you could demonstrate that you were better than that, that belt. And that could be demonstrated through performance in class. Um, and maybe teaching or helping the, the instructor out, take privates, and then competing. Um, so there was a time where 
I wasn't fighting and it was really hard for me to judge my my growth and how well I was doing. So I had to focus on the you know jiu-jitsu and do jiu-jitsu competitions and just focusing on incremental battles and wins for myself. You know, I would be like, okay, well, first thing I'm gonna do and get really good at is, you know, mount escape. So just keep putting people in mount, let people pass my guard and get to mount. And then I get really good at that. And that was, you know, the first like self competition was to make sure I knew how to get out from bad positions, you know, giving up bad positions to good people who know what they're doing. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's a good one, Nick. Nick just says, notice this comment. He says, I feel like I'm being held back on my belt, but I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Yeah, thinking about it too much is the problem. You need to start focusing on little skill sets that you need to develop. Maybe you want to get really good at a certain attack, a certain sweep. Itchy nose. Right? So a certain type of uh, system, something that you can master, working on that and challenging yourself to do better at it. You go into, you go into class and you compete with yourself. You know, it's like I was able to, you know, we do five minute rolls. I'm able to, I was able to submit everybody that I rolled with one time in the five minutes. Well then crank it up a little bit. Or maybe you're starting off you're like you're not submitting anybody. Well, maybe now that's things like I want to at least submit one person. No matter what, I'm going to do it. And then you got to push yourself and get after it. And, you know, you'll be more aggressive towards finishing and getting those finishes when you, you start putting yourself in a competition mindset. It's not even about the person you're rolling with, or the person you're competing against at that moment. You know, you can internalize that to make yourself turn the heat on, start putting on more pressure, start attempting more things, attempt more sweeps, attempt some more triangles, more whatever. Maybe that is uh, one of the competitions you start doing. You know, you, you start adding a submission, okay, one submission every every workout. Now we get two. Now one one every round with everybody. Now two every round with everybody, and then you start uh, doing specific submissions. All right, I'm gonna get the make the arm triangle. I'm gonna get the triangle. I'm gonna get the arm bar. We get the fancy fancy ankle lock where I spin around and show my ass. Whatever that's called. Right, that's uh, how you start building those things, even though you don't have an individual person to challenge yourself against. Because sometimes, you know, you're, you're going to have uh, a gym full of guys that aren't great and can't push hard. So you're going to have to like challenge yourself in different ways. You always got to be finding a way to challenge yourself and better yourself. Put something on, on the table, put stakes on the table. Not literal stakes. Maybe you could. But no, you put some stakes out. Like, uh, you know, I have to do this many reps on my workout. Or I have to do this much stuff on this 
this thing. I have to write this much more. I have to put in this much time. And if I do it, then I get this reward. Right? Take something away from yourself. Take that cigar away. Take the uh, take away that joint. You don't get to smoke it unless you hit all your marks. Find a way to internalize that competition in order to push yourself forward and make yourself better. That's what it's all about. Uh, the uh, my um, a ninja choke. It's a good one. Ninja choke. Should I show you as a ninja choke? If I can find it. Yep, I found it. Just to show it to you guys. It's probably going to be commercial first. I'll show it to you guys. Want to see it? <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's learn, learn some violence today. This is the ninja choke. I did this on my uh, fight in uh, Florida. Yeah, shiny, clean-cut face in the in the hair. Look at that guy. No magnificent mustache anywhere. That's Coach Mo. I'm explaining the position. What kind of was in the guy? I was able to isolate his arm. <clears throat> on one side, keep him from turning into me or away, whatever. Uh, I'm explaining, like, we were in a position, the guy did this. And when he did that, I pulled guard and I ended up having to get back on top. And then we went back into this type of position again. So he did the same thing. He tried to pop his head up again. Okay, I re-showed it. That was like the sequence of what happened. So then the next time uh, he came up, I was able to attack with the choke on the hand. Where's the hand? There he goes. Uh, see right there. As he comes up, I blocked off the arm and went for the throat. Keeping that arm trapped, I was able to uh, move him forward, collapse his head over, and choke hand. And uh, that's how I choked that guy out of that fight. He was also tired. Here's from another angle. I'm scooting against the arm to keep it, and I'm sinking that deep in the throat. <laughs> What I'll normally do in that situation is I will have that arm trapped in between my legs. I snake my legs around that arm and I hook it because it prevents him from turning certain directions. And uh, when he tries to turn away, I'm able to 
get under the choke, get under the throat, and finish that way. That's what I did. It's really good. It's a fun one. But yeah, maybe I should uh, write something uh, for my next newsletter. I don't know. You guys, make sure you get on the newsletter, right? I've been getting some new stuff, updates, and things done on the website. I'll share that with you guys now. Always trying to improve for you guys. Okay. Boom. Coaching and consulting. If you guys don't know, I am consulting people and helping people be better assholes. I can do that for you. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get the Instagram and stuff hooked up there. And a lot of these other things, there's still needed to be uh, some changes made for the beginning there. But yeah, you guys can reach out to me, yo, at jobbers.net, or any of my uh, DMs on my other platforms. <clears throat> I'm working with some people. I'm consulting them. You guys who are going through divorce and uh, women issues, health issues, trying to get in shape. So I can help you with uh, getting in shape. I can help you with mastering violence. I can help you with your dating apps and uh, help you be a better, better asshole. Be a better asshole. Okay. So don't be, um, you don't want to be a nice guy forever. You want to get taken advantage of. Right? You're not really an asshole. Just you're an asshole to people who are trying to take advantage of you. You need to remove yourself those situations it can help uh i did not use the ground in his head mo was just like leaning forward because i was big and he's got a weak back uh but no like usually i want to use my shoulder in his back of his head so his head folds forward i don't want this motion because my hand is right here on the on the neck Tight, and if I can fold the neck forward over that that uh, bony thumb, it's like pinching the water hose together. Like you're wrapping the water hose around a stick. That's, the, that's what you're trying to get from that. So yeah, guys. So hopefully, I have uh, inspired you guys to go compete, right? Some way, be competitive. Go to the pool hall. Play, play for a buck or beers or whatever. It's good to have some kind of competition in your life. You need to experience loss. And if you're not competing, you're not going to experience loss. You need it. You need competition for growth. You need competition if you are going to optimize yourself and what you're doing. Guys, if you uh, you guys are in the area, you guys need to check out The Rockfin. What's going on? I need to find the 
and find my I'm trying to share a link, but yeah. Well, uh, I was trying to show you the damn um, Smash Society, but it's not working. <laughs> I can't show you a goddamn thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to start a social group for uh, here in the Bay Area. I mean, anybody can join. I got fight stuff up, fitness stuff. I got to make some changes to this damn thing. But yeah, man, we do monthly meetups. Spokane, when we come to Spokane, we want them to have you up uh, for a seminar. We'll travel, can teach. That's what I'm doing. Uh, that's where I'm, I'm focusing my energies is uh, trying to figure out ways to compete better in uh, teaching. I got the itch bad to compete though, guys. Like, they just did the uh, the stupid triangle boxing thing. Did you watch the triangle boxing last night? Triad. They're paying guys hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. Fucking, maybe I should do that. <laughs> See if I can go box somebody in a triangle with MMA gloves, with pride gloves for Twenty fifty thousand. You guys see that, Mike Perry? That's wild, man. It's wild. I think I could. I think that would be interesting, <laughs> right? If I could, that would be interesting to be able to box. Hit me up. Triangle fights. Trailers. The triad. The triad fighting. Man. Um, she has watching that. Yeah, Bellator. I still have like three fights with Bellator, but <clears throat> that's not even MMA though. It's boxing, right? It's boxing, or does it not count? I, don't know, man. I probably wouldn't be able to. I don't know though. That's what I'm thinking about too. Is like, what if I just come back, fight it? Heavyweight three times next year. Just pop them off. Just, you know, why not? <clears throat> I'm 233 right now. 230, 233, 234. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about going in and just move around a little bit this week. <laughs> see, see how I feel. Because I'm really good at teaching. I'm great at teaching. But I gotta tell you, like, my heart's not in it the same way as fighting. To be able to train all day, every day. That's the thing, too, though. I don't know if my body can handle it. I have to, I'd have to uh, go slow and see. Yeah, that's not the that's not the you know 
50k. It's not even one make it, but like I'm making more than that. But, uh, it's not 15 minutes, so it's not just 15 minutes. Like, cause you, there's considerable amount of <laughs> exercise and preparation <clears throat> to put into it, and that's the problem. That's the real problem. If I could just be like level nine fight shape all the time without going to the gym and doing the uh, the weeks of crazy hard cardio. <clears throat> You know, because that's like minimum. Even if you're not doing uh, hard sparring and hard grappling and just going at it all day, every day, like you're still, you still got to do that cardio, bro. It's not, you're not, you're not, not doing that. I don't know if I can get him down. Can I get a heavyweight down? What do I do? <laughs> How do I take those man beasts down? Holy Jesus. With some motivation? Why not? Why not? I'm seeing all the other guys fight, and, like, does it matter if I lose? If I lose, if I fight 10 more times, I'll lose 10 times. Does it matter? Does it? Like, would it matter? <laughs> right? Because if I just fought for the, whatever, 67 grand, uh, you know, 10 times, and I lost. That's like three years of fighting. <laughs> you know, just, I make $600,000 in, in three years of, of losing. I don't know. Maybe they dropped me after a loss or two, but I don't know if I'm entertaining. If I just stop, if you just don't care, it's, it's a joke. If I'm a heavyweight, anyways, they're all exhibitions then. It's like, mm, see what happens. Yeah, that's true. For a heavyweight camp, you don't need a UFC welterweight training camp. This guy's hit so freaking hard. I don't know. I'm going to go in. I'm going to spar with Todd Duffy and some 205 pounders and see what happens. <sighs> that shit may hurt, man. <laughs> you know, it may just hurt. I don't know. I'm just thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It's like we went to do cardio, I spar a little bit, I drink whiskey, cigars, and just see what happens. Is it stupid? Is that dumb? Is that gonna ruin my legacy? Would it would that ruin my legacy? Romero, Costa, nothing to lose. I do, there's something to lose though, because my health. My neck isn't great. Like I could severely jack it up, even worse. Like, I get the tingles and the pinches and stuff, man. It's not great, not a great situation. First, first Fedor. I don't know about that, man. You think that UFC Chris cemented? I couldn't risk anything after the after the fact. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can get it done, especially with the kiddos. It's just such a. I don't know. 
It's a level of discipline. It's not been flirted with in a minute. <clears throat> but we'll see. I don't know. I, I just need to go ahead and move around before the heck is happening. And you just spend like a solid month training four or five days a week, at least once a day, plus my lifts. Start getting some cardio in. So I still technically have one more one more month this month, December, of uh, of of getting big and beefing up, beefing up. So I'm gonna start doing a little bit more cardio and stuff to prepare. I don't know. Maybe I should just focus on grappling stuff. But I kind of want to spar anyway. See how I feel. Kind of sluggish and like lethargic, honestly. I got the bag. I fixed the bag and uh, put the uh, put the fix the hole in the bag, put it back up, did some rounds, but very felt, felt very lethargic, very slow. I feel the excess size in my shoulders, arms. Pull a counter, tap out when going gets tough. Ha! Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. We'll see. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, going in and training a little bit tomorrow just to see what's up. Just because I've been getting antsy. Getting antsy. To say the least, I need to find a place to do jujitsu regularly too. I guess I mean I can. There's only a couple days. They did like make the kids sit and watch. I might have to start doing that. <clears throat> bring their uh, iPads or bring a, uh, a book. <laughs> Tell them to read a book. You got to read this book while I roll with people. Be hungry until we get dinner afterwards. Maybe, maybe I have to do that. All right, Nicholas, you got a good question here. Uh, thoughts on Triller? Would you ever fight under that org or is it a circus? Money talks, man. Money talks. Basically, that's it, man. Someone made an offer. And it was interesting. I'm open to it. I'm definitely open to it. And fight in a triangle and MMA gloves. It's just boxing. I mean, who cares, <laughs> right? Maybe like it's it's not like a uh, a sport I've been doing a long time. It's not like something I'm highly skilled. You know, I'm a fighter, but like I don't know. It'd be interesting too, because from what I saw, they could, you can hold, you can hold and hit. So I could, I could put you in the ropes. I could body lock you, get wrist control behind your back, and then beat the crap out of you. It seemed uh, like that was plausible. I didn't see that with any of the fights. Though. But I'd be. Yeah, I'd be definitely open to fighting under that type of um, 
those kind of conditions because that's where I flourish, man. Like the dirty boxing, punching in, getting close, control your elbows, head. You know, wouldn't be able to throw the knees. But like, I think it's great. I could do that. I could get away with that. Like for some clinch positions, some dominant positions, open shoulders, hitting them in transition. I'd totally be, totally be interested. Something like that, for sure. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be boxing versus MMA, right? So all those guys were supposed to be skilled boxers or, or good boxers, guys with boxing backgrounds, because it was supposed to be boxing versus MMA. That was the... Uh, <clears throat> that was the stick. There was a belt. I remember seeing a belt. Rampage got a belt because the uh, MMA guys were able to win more fights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't know. And the uh, the guy that uh, what's his name bought was a lot cleaner. It seemed like in the exchanges, he was tighter. I think he was a boxer. And that was a split. Split decision. So, um, some people think he lost. Don't know. I haven't talked to Kashik in a while. I mean, we're friends, not not friends. So, but yeah, I don't talk to anybody anywhere. Everybody moved away, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw some of the highlights. It didn't look like he was doing so well. But, I mean, what's the chances that he, like, didn't even train? Like, he's just like, eh, I'm just going to go make some money. Like, how much did he get paid to get knocked out in under two minutes? Does it matter? Do you, are you less of a fan than him? Or is he going to get less fights now? Is his money not as good? I mean, yeah, I gotta get out of California. I don't. I just feel like even if like you were like, ah, oh, screw it, I'm just gonna work hard, make a ton of money, so it doesn't matter how much to pay your taxes. Like now you're like, I, I feel like you're not supporting financially a criminal organization. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to bring money into these people. I don't want to pay taxes. I want to. I just want to raise my kids. And get out. Get out somehow. Well, people who can, people who can make it out. I can't get out. I'm stuck because the uh, kills. Kills are stuck here. I'm stuck here. Just the way it is, man. We got it. Got it handled. If you guys uh, want to book some consulting to help out <laughs> with that stuff. Right, so it makes money. I help you out. I give you a little coaching. Help you to be a better asshole. I can teach you so good how to be an asshole. Your friends will be making comments about how much of an asshole you are in record time. Absolute record time. Oops. Hard facts, guys.
Yep, Jiu-Jitsu guy wants to box boxers. Right. <clears throat> He's making money. There's already good money in the pro grappling, I think. For certain guys, certain top-tier guys, they, they do okay, man. They also do seminars and stuff. They, you know, trips around the world, do seminars, make money. And then they're making money from those fights, you know. 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, you can do that a few times a year. And then you got sponsors and stuff. I think it's possible to probably make a pretty good life off of that. Tate Brothers. Um, I think they're funny. I like the content. I should probably try to get them on the show sometime. But, uh, they have some experience with fighting, so they're good at chess. They probably smash me in chess. But they don't have anywhere near my career in bloodshed. But no disrespect. They're fun people, cool people. I'd love to visit out there sometime. We just kind of see these cool ass, like fucking churches, whatever the hell, driving like supercars. I don't, if I had the money for a supercar, I wouldn't get a supercar. I would get a MRAP. Those things are like half a million. A big armored MRAP, 50 cal on it. That's what I want. That's what we're talking. That's my supercar. I liked, uh, I liked, I liked Vegas. I, I thought it was cool. But yeah, I got. Pull back here. Uh, that interview is going to happen tomorrow, I believe. Wrestling changed my life. Oh. Dang, I'm not going to be able to go to the gym in the morning tomorrow. Okay. Well, looks like on Tuesday. But yeah, I have that in the morning, I'm pretty sure. 11 o'clock in the morning, I think that's what I'm talking to him. So it's too crowded for you? Uh, I mean, you're going to get a little bit away from the city and there's like nobody around, man. They're going to try. They're going to try for new lockdowns, but hopefully people are over it. I'm over it. There's no COVID anywhere. Oops. We're going to get shit down now. <clears throat> I haven't had any issues. No one I know has had issues. Seems like it's risky. But I don't know, man. We got some wild stuff happening. The uh, gas prices. All the restrictions and you know products not showing up, supply chain issues. I don't know, man. I don't know what is going to happen. After Kingdom, what's up, my man? Need to get you back on the show sometime. Talk about life and uh, the post-apocalyptic future we have coming for us. You know. These uh, 
it's I've been paying gas. I've been paying uh, up around the four bucks, four sixty to four eighty, depending on the day. And I, I usually get my gas at um, uh, Costco, so it's a little cheaper. With membership stuff going on. Yeah. All right, guys, we're wrapping it up. Make sure you guys check out uh, Smash Society, Smash Society on Patreon. Okay. You can look at my uh, link tree in the description below. That should be in there. You can check that out. But I'm also available for uh, consultations, guys. Okay. Help you get your shit together. Teach you how to be a better asshole. Get your fitness a little bit better in order. Get your nutrition a little bit better in order. Which shows a good question. And on what shows a fighter has potential, he keeps showing up. Keeps showing up, man. And you do that too, man. Stay fresh, cheese bag. It goes for all of you. Stay fresh, cheese bags. All right. It's that time of year, man. So I got to do it. You're going to be hearing a lot of my Christmas songs. I only know two, but like, you're going to hear them a lot. I like Christmas, it's a good time of year. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <clears throat> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let the, your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay, so gay. From now on, your troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of your faithful friends who were Dear to us, shall be near to us once more. Someday soon we all will be together, if the fates allow. Until then we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Fitchmas now. Yeah. Merry Christmas, cheese bags. Stay fresh. <laughs>